In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. I'm trying just to connect what you were saying the past two days in our conference with the reading of today. So I found out this verse could be connected very well with our talk and also with our gospel of, re- of today. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior. It's Psalm 127. But let me read with you first the verse that we can connect our gospel today with the readings of uh, or the few talks that we have in the past two days. In Matthew chapter 12, verse 25, But Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself will not stand. The Lord here is telling us how the devil is attacking the church, how the devil is attacking every one of us, families at homes, groups in the churches, and even different churches to be divided into different denominations, as we have seen in the church history. Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to the desolation. The smallest unit of the church, whatever the denomination is, is the family. That's why the devil is always attacking the families to destroy a family or to make a divorce or to make anything in a family is trying to destroy the whole unit which is the church itself and he knew that he is standing only for one reason because he is not divided so the Lord was revealing to us that he is against the unity of a family against the unity of the church against the unity between a generation and another generation why? because he, he knows it is the key to the desolation or destruction. And this is what we're trying the whole weekend to share together. We need to be equipped to be a good generation, to be the good future fathers and mothers for the next generation. In Psalm 127, this verse is, Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward, like arrows in the hand of a warrior. So are the children of one's youth. Happy is the man who has his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but shall speak with their enemies in the gate. If you imagine just for a moment that someone is holding his quiver full of arrows, and he has his bow in his hand. Here the psalm is telling us, if you'd like to move on, if you would like to take a land, to possess the land that God has promised you to be yours, it means you have to throw your arrows, to use your bow, and use your arrows to be victorious. The church is teaching us, and many church fathers are saying this, the bow is the old generation and the arrows is the next generation. If you are not able to do it, if you are not equipped enough to be the next generation who are keeping this unity, are able to stand firm against the devices of the devil, we cannot stand. That's why you'll find why we are not saying something bad against any other denomination or any other church. Why now most of the churches in the West became just museums or even converting anything else? Because they were not able to use their bows or their arrows for the next generation. 
So our conference is how to equip the next generation to be able to be victorious against the enemy, to be reunited once more in our homes and our churches against the devices of the enemy. Uh, St. John Chrysostom is saying, the arrows are terrifying, but not in themselves. But when the bow is held in a st- by a strong hand, the Lord himself. So were the apostles sent forth by the Lord. And the same thing, this generation is sending the second generation, again, by the hand of the strong man, by Christ himself. As we discussed last night, that we are here to be united with the Son, to be the children of the Heavenly Father himself. And if you imagine that this is the bow without an arrow, there is no advancement, there is no victory. So if we are adults or we are fathers now, and we feel we don't need to equip our kids for our second generation, it, it means you are saying we are the end. We are the last. I was attending one of the conferences with one of the big churches here, and the guy who was driving me, he was telling me, between you and me, don't share it with anyone in the conference. Our church will die in 10 years. Why? Because bows are free, or not free, have no arrows anymore. And the church is telling every one of us, whatever your age, you are required to be a real bow, a real arrow, for the next generation. In Zechariah chapter 9, he's telling us the same story once more. It's the division or the unity. Victorious in your walk, or you are, you are giving up in your battle. For I have bent Judah my bow. Judah is his nation. I have bent this family, built your family name. I have bent this church, built your church name. Fitted the bow with Ephraim, and raised up your sons, O Zion. Again, the sons are a key in fitting this bow. Against your sons, O Greece, the enemy. And made you like the sword of the mighty man. Then the Lord will be seen over them, and his arrow will go forth like lightning. It's you. It's your it's second generation. It's your children and your children's children. If you are able to equip them to be restored into the heavenly father restored into the healing fatherhood of God it doesn't matter what has been done in the past it doesn't matter how much we suffered because of anyone around us church leader biological father spiritual father is telling me now I'm re-equipping you all once more the Lord God will blow the trumpet for victory for every one of us in Psalm 144 is telling us here the image I would like to see my daughters and my sons because they are sharp arrows in the hand of a mighty man, a mighty warrior. That our sons may be as plants grown up in virus. Plants always life, always growing. Why? Because you are fed with the true vine, with the body and blood of Christ. That our daughters may be as pillars polished after the similitude of a temple. This is how God wants to see every girl to be a pillar polished after the similitude of a palace or a temple. And our sons always alive, planted, grown up in virus. In the liturgy of Saint Basil, which you pray every day, as it was and shall be from generation to generation, only when we feel that we are arrows, 
our bows are preparing us to shoot the enemy and to be victorious. This is what has been done by King David to his son Solomon. And then David gave his son Solomon the plans for the festival. He is equipping his son. He had a vision in his life to build up and the desire as well to build up the temple. God told him no. So he did everything he can do. He prepared all the material and made the plans. And he gave his son Solomon the plans for the vestibule. The church is entrusted, our spiritual father, our biological fathers and mothers, to give us the plans, the way for our salvation. Its houses, its treasuries, its upper chamber, its inner chamber, and the place of the mercy seat. Everything should be handed over. Is the word baradisus, tradition, to hand over from generation to generation. And the plans for all that he had by the Spirit of the courts of the house of the Lord, of all the chambers all around, and of all the treasuries of the house of God. And please, don't miss any of them. Ask whatever questions you have. Why? Because you are the arrow of the next generation. And you are the bow of the next, next generation. So the church is telling you and me, it's time to be reunited at our homes. To be reunited in our churches. Reunited in our small groups, wherever we go. Why? Because we are prepared to be bows and arrows in the hand of a mighty warrior of Christ himself. In Psalm 145 and verse 4, it says, One generation shall commend your works to another. This is the mission of the church. We, are, we know that we are going to leave this earth at one point. Why? Because we have an eternal place. We are not sad for it, but we are joyfully prepared the second generation to use it. St. Augustine said, The mighty warrior who aims his arrows by his hand to the whole earth is the Savior himself. And as we said yesterday, that we are united ourselves with this mighty warrior, the Savior himself. As parents, as spiritual father, biological father and mother, we are equipping our kids because we are united with Christ to allow them to be united with Christ again to be the arrows and the bows of the future to whom is said ask of me and I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possessions this is the aim of the church and the desire of the Holy Trinity for each and every one of us let me finish with these words of a priest called Charles from Michigan He's telling us the whole story is about the Holy Trinity. This is the salvific doctrine, as St. Gregory was saying. Jesus told us that heaven begins here on earth. It's your decision to start your heaven whenever you want. The kingdom of heaven is here among you. He told us we are not far from it. The life of God begins to be experienced here. Heaven is not a carrot dangled in front of us. Heaven is not the reward at the end of the road of pain, trial, and suffering. Heaven begins when we discover ourselves. And this part of our journey this weekend. To discover who we are, where we stand, who is our real Heavenly Father, what is the real proper image of fatherhood. We discover each other when we begin to live a Trinitarian life with others. When we begin to live in the communion with others that is God's. Isn't that what Holy Communion is all about? That's why the peak and the summit of our worship is the Eucharist or the liturgy. 
to be united with Christ, to be living a Trinitarian life, a living member, having a divine life through the work of Christ, through the work of the Holy Spirit, experiencing the fullness of love of God the Father. May the glory of Lord Jesus Christ be with you from now and forever and ever. Amen. Amen.